The Irish Rally Podcast is brought to you in association with Tech and Tools, PFT Travel, SCS Productions and Rally Connection. Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of the Irish Rally Podcast. Um, As you can see, we're joined here by Tommy Hayes and we'll get back to him in a wee second, but uh, we're going to be discussing all things Moonraker and the Ravens Rock Rally. Um, So as I said, we're joined by Tommy Hayes, so we'll just um, get stuck straight into the Moonraker actually, Tommy, I would say. Um, Ravens Rock is fresh in your mind because you've literally just landed in the door from it but um, if we can cast your memory back to a week ago and to the forestry um, you obviously had a great um, few stages and stuff but in your own words uh, how did you feel about the event? Um, We were delighted with the pace Um, not so happy with the end result Um, but it was uh, I was we could only be massively encouraged by it because we were like when you look at who was there you know we had Owen Murphy was back with the with the Citroen Ryan Caldwell was fresh from doing Donegal down the Skoda like I mean there was such a variety of drivers mm-hmm. and cars there and you know we, we kind of knew that we were happy with our prep going into it but we knew we'd be up against it. you guys like Pat O'Connell coming back to the woods as well um but we were we were very happy with our pace and like even on the fourth stage we actually got a puncture halfway through the stage we caught a we nipped a rock and the soft tire happy through and we were only 1.9 our fastest with soft yeah. tire for half the stage so we were i'd like to think we were on a bit of a a good pace and uh-huh. unfortunately the final stage uh dealt us a different hand uh mm-hmm. because we were on a bit of a mission at that point because we yeah we're chasing down some it's kind of a bit it, it, as much as it's disappointing yeah you, you kind of have to take the positives from it yeah because if you don't you might never get back in the car again yeah that's it like um but obviously you know as you say it was a def- uh, you know a definitely a different and um, kind of than what you had in your imagination before you you know you took off for the weekend but um going back to the positive points that you were saying you know what did you guys take from the weekend yourself and Stephen obviously put in a mega effort yeah i've been working we've been working very hard on the notes notes that have been supplied obviously killian duffy and patterson's supply the organizer notes in fairness we've been using killian's ones and working perfectly but we did a bit of work on them just to kind of you know just to become more find just just to find any little bit of a gain we could get with it but i think we um we definitely seen a benefit last weekend and uh the car was brilliant and i think you know it goes to show like i think someone was talking about the fiesta r5 the, the first version the the earlier one mm-hmm. it might have been gary jennings or someone lately and they were saying that it was a car that was kind of ahead of its time you know that it's yeah. but in the forestry it still remains a very very competitive car you know to mm-hmm. run at the front mark donnelly is proving that as well and jordan hone is too um but i think we had a really good result in killarney 
and in Tipperary we'd we'd had with a puncture and a spin and we know the time we lost with that and we would have been in the race of it so I think it kind of approved that those results in our times before weren't flash in the pan we were able to go anywhere in the country and still yes. race the guys um, but unfortunately a burst radiator kind yeah. of put a halt to that so it's a bit, a bit yeah. disappointing but. and I think as well as that too Tommy like whenever it's an issue with the car you know you can it's much easier to take the positives because you're not kind of kicking yourself as such you're just it's very much like that's, that's rallying there's nothing you can do yeah that's it like and i mean i suppose the positive we can take was we were we were on a push we won't there's no point in uh sugarcoating it we mm. it was kind of one of those moments where we were starting the stage and i was starting the stage garden noble sitting in with uh with niall mccullough i mean i remember i was there like i'm racing garden noble here today yeah this is crazy like you know i was watching gordy when he was you know navigating with rory galligan on on television and mark fisher and all the lads back you know when yeah. we were teenagers watching rallying on tv and here we are going in and i'm and we have in our eyes that we want to <laughs> rip time out of these yeah. bikes, you know yeah. and it's kind of like pinch yourself kind of moment but no it was um we we could take a lot of encouragement from it now so hopefully it, it puts us a little bit on the back foot now in the championship but mm -hmm. look we know we've the pace yeah um, and i think steven you know he, he's been a couple of years since he was in the woods and like we're very early into you know it's only our third rally and we did a rally sprint together there before christmas and you know it's it's gelled a lot it's gelled very quickly and yeah. which, which is good you know and beyond well and yeah that's, that's the main thing yeah you know that's the the kind of the atmosphere and the crack in the car is kind of the main one and i suppose you know it has to be lighthearted to a certain extent but it also has to be um it has to gel whenever you're focused and sort of um, trying to stay motivated and determined for the actual, you know, competition of why you're there. That's it. Like, it, like some people might look in and I'd say, oh, you know, why aren't you laughing or raping or messing? I'm like, well, we are. <laughs> but it's just yeah. kind of like, we have a job to do here. Yeah, like, you can't you know mess I mean? all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of. But it's, um, no, it's been... You know, it's been really good this year and then yeah. um, like hopefully like there's some really good rallies ahead this year with the jim walsh mm -hmm. cart forest rally coming up and then obviously there's the two northern rounds which you know are always rallies that well, i look forward to you know because some great stages up there that yeah. you know they're almost like the forestry equivalent to going over Nakala or you know yeah. up miles gap things like big dog and um Carrick Holton and things like that, you know, yeah. and Loch Braden. They're just, you know, they're amazing stages. Like last weekend, some of the stages below Cork were just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the one of the stages we actually mentioned it earlier, um, that we where we spoke about it earlier. Um, I think it was stage six and eight, and I, I'm mm. probably going to get this wrong because I told you earlier on my memory's strong, but not Nabro. Not Nabro. The name of it. Yeah. Um, but I think Mick Cody was um, quoted as saying it was probably one of the best gravel stages he's ever been on. Like, would you agree with that? Yeah, it was. It was. It's kind of like we joked about it after. So it was like playing Colin McRae rally. 
It was <laughs> just, it's everything you, it's like, it's like everything you imagine forest riding or being on gravel in a four wheel drive car should be yeah. just, it, just corner to corner. It just, and the when flow. the notes are, the flow and the rhythm on the notes in the, those stages was just amazing. And mm -hmm. um, like we, we went through it there. We were second quickest on the first run. I think we were just let under two seconds off the, the fastest over yeah. 15k. And I know that we had a quick look at the camera on the second run and at the halfway point, we were a fair bit up on our previous time, which makes it a bit even more sickening. Because <laughs> we were, we, we had, we had very lofty plans to jump from fifth to third on the last stage. And I think it was, it was going to happen only for yeah, our. The radiator just got in the way. My, yeah, but if buts and maybes are great things, you know. I know. And rallying just is like it's such a disheartening thing at times like that. But in saying that, that must give the two of you great encouragement to head on into the next one now. Oh, big time! Yeah, like I mean, we're like we're massively uh, encouraged with the pace and just how things have gelled. Um, just you know, we like we just need the dice just to you know roll our way yeah. right the next day. Like we like take no make no bones about it. like the guys were racing are seriously quick out there at the moment yeah. like mark donnelly has come down he won five mile town earlier in the year you know and he came down to killarney he won that and you know he he's won tipperary you know he's like he's been really consistent and really quick jordan hone is always a tough man to beat he ran paddy o'brien reasonably close there last year you know and there's like there's so many guys that could just yeah. be out there there'd be no there'd be nothing covering you you know yeah on yeah. in the gaps on some of the stages it's and ryan caldwell as well i mean yeah. like he's been amazing like i mean that was for a man of his for a young lad of his experience like yeah amazing. like i mean like, that was incredible last weekend like yeah just like you know but he seemed it was a very controlled drive mm. from from what we saw but um hats off to him you know because yeah. drove a great rally like you know and you know you have to say that it's nice to see okay we would have liked to have maybe been in that position but it's it's cool. it's cool to see you know something like a skoda you know winning a rally in ireland mm -hmm. as well you know it's um just a bit of variety you know to kind of you know yeah. there's so many different you know r5s that are available and it's nice to see different cars winning rallies and yeah. it just kind of makes it kind of cool you know maybe to the, yeah. the broader audience you know that's it like and as you say you know whether it's the driver co-driver the you know the car itself like it's just cool to see the whole thing being kind of shook up a wee bit and yeah. you know new names um up on the leaderboards and stuff like and sort of you know one of the things you mentioned earlier on was the fact that like all the times are so close anybody could this is anybody's essentially at the moment like and that's it's brilliant for the championship, but it's brilliant for you as competitors as well because you can't relax. Like you've got to keep pushing yourself. That's it. Like, but I suppose someone said it to me there today. Um, they said, like, you know, the faster that it's going, the easier it nearly is. Sometimes, like, co-driving, and it's probably the, there is there's some level of truth in that. Because I suppose you only get one shot of call in the note, yeah. you know, and it's. Um, but I mean. At the same time, it's all about how you gel with the driver, and you know, and yeah. But even it, everyone is raising their game, and you know, it's only pushing you to do your job as 
best you can to your own ability. And I think, um, you know, there's great satisfaction and reward in that, you know, when you go yeah. in half sleep on Monday to work, you know, and you know that you've... <laughs> you know why. You know why. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> after it, you know. Exactly. Um, and in general, you know, we were chatting about knocking the bro there a wee second ago and stuff. Like, where would you rank the Moonraker um, in terms of events and within the championship? Personally, where, like, where is it for you? Let's be careful what I say. Um, <laughs> I've always loved going up doing the Lakelands Rally in uh -huh. uh, Fermanagh. Just the really well run events great stage it's like killarney this year was actually a great rally the, the killarney forest rally so i don't know it's it's kind of like which leg do you want to cut off your left or your right because they're all they're all good yeah um no i think maybe the moonraker and the car forest would probably have the pick of the, the forest stages like in general the cork forests tend to be the, the better forests in, in down down south but that's not that but that's not to you know any slight on Tipperary ran a great event with some very challenging stages and you know there was some good rhythm to some to a lot of it there and um, Killarney stages were amazing and mm. um, I don't know it you can pick good stages and bad stages on any rally, you know, it's just, I don't know, you've really put me in the spot there. <laughs> well, from your point of view, what uh, what makes a great gravel stage? What, you know, has to be in it or what do you enjoy the most, I suppose? Fast, the high speed stuff is really good. Um, right. And the nice, real good flowing stuff, you know, where you're up into, you know, fourth, fifth gear. But yeah. then there's some nice bits there, like that knock and a bro stage had it, had a bit of everything in it, like including a water splash, which kind of you know wasn't particularly fond of, but you know, it had everything. But there was yeah. a lot of stuff that we're using a note system that's basically using one as the fastest notes. We were there was lots of fours and fives and things, but yes. just you're going from the car can really be thrown around, you can carry momentum mm -hmm. in it. Now, I'm not a driver but i know that if you're in with a good driver and they know how to really drive in a stage like that and commit it's, there's no better feeling like it, it's yeah. just such a good stage the likes of something like knocking a road but then you look at something like balan tempo up in um the lakelands and it's you know another example of a great stage like that you know and but then again you go down to the <laughs> you go down to the, the car forestry next month and you know there's a another two or three like there are i think it's just a championship that kind of has flown under the radar a little bit mm -hmm. because you know tarmac is the most high profile thing that we have here yeah yeah and um you know i think forestry just needs a little bit more loving let's say more than that and, yeah. you know a wee bit more um encouragement probably and we were talking about this um before we came on air, but you know, would you see the TV coverage um, on the limits and TG Car? Like, would you see that as a really positive indicator for maybe a renewed interest and sort of love for the forestry coming back? Um, hopefully, I don't know what the package is. I don't know mm -hmm. if it was a one-off or if it's a, something that's going to be rolling forward for the rest mm -hmm. of the rounds. I've not been made aware as to what's going on with it. All I can see it as is it's encouraging. Um, I've seen yes. some of the stuff that um, the guys have been rolling out. They're 
using a new drone and i must say the footage with the new drone is yeah it's the best footage i've seen with a drone here in ireland now, you know yet you know okay, uh, so it, so it's you know a move in the right direction um but i suppose like some people will tell you that rallying doesn't need to be on television but you know most of people are going to have the same opinion for me personally speaking i think rallying has to be on television to to justify if you're going looking for a sponsor you know if if you don't have a big company backing you or if you need to you know bring some kind of budget to contribute to a team you need to be able to say oh well your brand we're going you're going to see it on tg car as you know it be it you know 11 o'clock on saturday morning yeah. or you know 10 30 on wednesday night yeah um i like I think it's just a case where we've uh, we have a massive opportunity because we have the sport in terms of its competitiveness has never been healthier in terms of no. how competitive it is at the sharp end on tarmac and in forestry but we need to you know capitalize on that because you know it's a great story to tell like you were part of the rpm days and yeah. that was the art but it was telling the story yes yeah and you know it captured the imagination yeah and you got across that element of how competitive something was and you that real sense of competition and you need to do that to a broader audience not just yeah. to the people who are into rallying you need the accidental viewer like i watched downhill skiing simply because it might be accidentally on television yeah, like it, yeah. jesus this is class or down yeah. and it's like, interesting like it's brilliant yeah. to watch yeah you'll, yeah. Wa you'll, you'll watch something if you have that kind of a thing for that's a bit mad that's a bit out there yeah and i think you know we need to look how we are promoting outside of rallying we need yeah. to kind of look outside the sport rather than yeah. within the sport a little you know well you were saying that like you don't come from a rallying family no. And you kind of you found rallying through TV. Yeah. Um, well, I suppose my uncle is a mechanic, and I mm -hmm. suppose he, like he, he was um, he he was a mechanic for a Fiat dealer in Tipperary, and mm -hmm. that Fiat dealer did the Search of Ireland back in nineteen eighty two, and there was a photo up in the wall of them, you know, servicing the car yes, or something like that. Brilliant. But like, I think, you know, that's what captured the imagination, like watching rpm or staying up being allowed to stay mm -hmm. up late to watch the circuit yeah. of ireland in the oh, early Thursday 90s night. <laughs> yeah you know kind of going into school with red eyes on you you know the next yeah. morning you know and, well, but it's you know like i was talking about uh, i think my mother heard something one day and she said you know she missed hearing the intro yeah it's it became one of those that, things as soon as you said that tommy i could hear it in my head immediately <laughs> yeah it's it's that thing of kind of like i remember the intro would be on and you'd nearly trip over the cat on the way in <laughs> to run in to press record to tape yeah. it because yeah. even though you'd be watching it you tape it anyway just so you, you know, could rewatch it and re just so you could watch it again like yeah you know? yeah and um, um yeah Maybe i think that's I do, I do think i do think you're you know you're talking sense there like um you do reach people and look at the end of the day we adore the sport and we just wanted to keep growing and have as many people introduced to it and kind of coming out to either maybe stand in the ditches and watch or get involved and like be 
part of the motor club or actually compete like whatever it is so the more the merrier type thing and as you say like i suppose to showcase the sport is kind of um that's is kind of the main thing you know um and like when you think about the sport now in general we've just been talking about um the forestry but then you've gone from literally within the space of a week, you've jumped from gravel <laughs> into tarmac again. And again, this is quite normal uh, within Irish rallying, within rallying in general. Um, mm. But how do you get your head around that, particularly as a navigator? Um, you know, and the, and, the, and the notes changing and stuff like that, and the, the recce being a completely different kettle of fish and stuff. Like, how did you get your head into Raven's Rock this weekend? And, you know, it was gravel. It was it where it was changed from gravel to tarmac, and it was a new driver. Tell us about this weekend. There was less trees anyway. Um, <laughs> a lot of talk about trees with been rallying this last weekend. Yeah, less trees, um, but no, um, no. It was I suppose. How do I get my head into it? I think the biggest difference is the speed. The speeds are similar in some ways, but it's the amount of grip that I think people will, anyone will tell you that just, you know, the R5s and the medium speed corners are just, the speed they can carry is just amazing. Like I've very, like I'd be the first to admit, I've very little done tarmac in an R5 and uh, like it's an eye opener. It really is as to how suspension tires and brakes on the, these cars work. They're just a phenomenal bit of kit like um but in terms of prep for it just you know it was no different to any other tarmac rally i'd done before really. yeah. it was just the fact that it was the same office a very similar office to what i sat in last weekend just yeah. with slightly bigger wheels and slightly stiffer springs you know uh -huh. um but in terms of uh, Keith has been doing the Forest Championship as well, but he had to miss the last round due to being away on holiday. And um, I actually thought that he'd be doing it. And he'd asked me about doing this round. I was like, this is going to be mad. I'm going to be rallying against you one week and sitting in with you the following week. But then he kindly explained the situation to me. But um, And I love that, Tommy. Like, I absolutely love that about Irish rallying. Your competitors one week and the next week, your teammates, like, it's excellent yeah. you know uh, the crack was good like you know and in fairness um it would be keith's local rally and mm -hmm. to a certain extent it'd be it's now kind of i suppose my local rally and living in carrick and shore so waterford would be less than half an hour away so it was right. a reasonably local rally to us but um yeah the i suppose you're just kind of one one thing that you notice with tarmac is just there's a bit more intensity about it mm -hmm. just because i think it's probably the fact that you're you know at the 30 seconds as well but you know it's just switching back into that gear okay we've only 30 seconds to wait now between yeah. the two you know it's from the week before it's like you've a minute and sure you know, you could have a full-blown conversation for half the minute that. can last forever almost can't it yeah whereas 30 seconds don't be long you know no between you know calling out reminding what that first note's going to be and what have you but um no um the prep for us was i don't know I, i'm probably not answering this really well That's no i think really, you're answering really, really quite badly. well i think no i think that um 
you know, the fact that you're kind of, you don't really know how to put it into words, in my opinion, or the way I would interpret that is just the fact that, like, it's just so natural to you. It doesn't matter what the road surface is, as long yeah. as you're sitting in a rally car and you've got your pace notes in front of you, you're happy out. I think that's it, kind of. It's just been, uh, like, I mean, I, like, you talk about going from forestry to tarmac, like, this year I kind of scaled back to just, you know, concentrating primarily on forestry with Stephen, mm -hmm. and, you know, the might there might be the odd tarmac rally or it might get called to go maybe do something like gravel notes or something. And the, because just there's a lot of things going on this year with other things outside of rallying. Yeah. And the, what I kind of noticed was, was that, geez, there was a couple of years where like, I think it was one year I did the tarmac championship and the forestry championship. And I think I was gone for over half the weekends of the year. Yeah. I like that. So, sense. so, it doesn't, you know, you don't even think about it. It's just a, you're going from rally to rally. You, your approach is different, but you can't nearly surmise it into words. Mm -hmm. so, so probably uh, made a balls that bit of the interview. <laughs> sure, it's all important, isn't it? Yeah, um, okay. And we are going back to Raven's Rock today. Like uh, any standout moments for you is, or, I mean, you know, you had, you had um, this, as you, as you said earlier, was your first event out with Keith. Um, yeah. And your first event in the R5 um, on tarmac, and you've had a like a positive sixteenth overall. You know, yeah, I think it was it, obviously it, quite a good drive. I think, we f yeah, fifteenth or sixteenth. Yeah, we were we were happy enough. It was very hard for us to kind of find a yardstick as to you know who to measure ourselves off of mm. uh, because you know Keith hadn't been out in a while. And you look at the guys that are there doing the national championship. They're you know they're do they're if they're not doing only the national championship they might be doing both they could be doing uh, the tarmac yeah. and the national and like you know so it was kind of hard to yeah. find your yardstick for it but no we were we we're very happy with how things progressed we did the last stage uh, of the loop was um it was like a 15k stage mm -hmm. amazing pitter road out of a place called mullinavat there in yeah. south kilkenny fantastic pitter road mm -hmm. but we had we had an instant there on the last stage where um we we're very lucky to still have four wheels on the car uh there there's uh it was very early in the stage i think we had it down as two left and two left again and then there was a two left into a four right if sorry two right and two right again and two right into four right i do know my left from my right so. <laughs> and, as long as you know them in the car tommy that's yeah yeah that's it yeah <laughs> you know directionally dyslexic here um <laughs> but uh i think we might have cut in a bit early on one of the twos and we found something substantial in the side and all i can remember was that it was a bit wall of death for for a couple of seconds to wheel job but we Jeez. got out of it but like we, we didn't know we a couple of dings in the rim we still four, <laughs> took four seconds out of our time but we definitely could have taken a bit more but we couldn't it took us a while to kind of you know commit to it again because we didn't know yeah. whether we'd done any damage so, yeah. yeah had something a bit more going on yeah. yeah and you don't want to take any chances at that late stage either no no i will keith's going for the southeast uh stages uh championship and um i was literally just uh substituting in for his regular navigator yeah. this weekend so keith got what he wanted there you know for the points to go to that and yeah. delighted that he got the result he wanted there for exactly. the day you know and so Tommy, what's up next for you? You were saying that you're doing the the, the major commitment you have this year's is the forestry championship. Um, yeah. Well we'd be likely to see you out in Tarmac again after this we spin out in the R5 today. 
<laughs> you might. I'll see. I might. I might. It depends. Look, I, I'll go if it all depends on if I get asked to do something and yeah. if it fits with other things. Because I've most recently been seen up in a shed sanding down doors for a house that, <laughs> that we're supposed to be trying to move into. Um, so life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, it? yeah, there's a bit of that going on, but um, we'll see. Like uh, the forestry is taking priority, and I'm doing a little bit of work uh, helping um, with the race series in Mandelo Park as well at the moment. Right. So there's a bit of it's almost it's great because it's almost the stuff that you learned in rallying you can apply to another motorsport discipline, but in a more I don't know logistical or I don't know what you want, but it. You know, it's good kind of. Yeah, it's just nice it's, to see another side of it too, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Look, I'll if it has wheels and it'll move. You see me not far away from it, like yeah, you know. I think we're all um, the same. And Camille, you might come back to the podcast too. Yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah, that's it. I think we're um, the most awkward bunch of lads you could have found ever to, <laughs> to make their bunch <laughs> podcasts. We uh, we kind of we've really taken the punk or indie music approach to it. If you don't like it, you can go if <laughs> you can go stuff, <laughs> and we won't make it. You know, we 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 made we made two series of a podcast that nobody asked for. That's the way we looked at it, and no, we arrived with the two series of these podcasts, and people were like, "What's this?" Well, here it is. We we gave you it. We didn't exactly. look for it. We made it. <laughs> Isn't that what um, all podcasts are, really? Yeah. <laughs> are we, I suppose, look, like I said, life has gotten the way. And I think we really enjoyed it because I suppose it kept us sane during the COVID time. It was mm. something that kind of Morris and and I and, and William, William Nolan and Morris Malone, we, um, we talked about it about as far back as six years ago mm. about doing it because I'd seen... Um, magazine in the UK, Motorsport. It's kind of the one that it usually costs like ten euro. You kind of you know it's ridiculously dear magazine. Yeah. But they were doing podcasts and they did one with David Richards and they were doing ones with guys like John Cleland, the British touring car driver, you know. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of I was saying no one's done anything really in depth about writing. We kind of said we're tragically nerdy enough to maybe do this you know <laughs> this like, make it work yeah like mm -hmm. you know so that's kind of what happened and mm -hmm. it kind of it grew legs and we don't really know how um literally pairs of people listen to it <laughs> i'm sure you're being modest there <laughs> and i mean so. at the end of the day like it's just i think that's what happens like these we sort of passion projects turn into you know, because people thoroughly enjoy doing them and sort of, uh, you know, know what they're talking about to a certain extent. Um, and then, as I say, like the joy of just having these conversations, like I think that's no matter what the sport is or what the topic is, like that's just what has people listening. Like I think any of us that either listen to podcasts or like jump on podcasts, like the bottom line is we'd listen to and talk about rallying all day long. If we get away with it, that's exactly what this is. That's it. Like, and it, I think what it is that because nowadays everything, I think there's kind of a, a push nearly to condense everything down to people to shorter attention spans yeah. to you know nearly friendly sound bites. Mm -hmm. You lack things lack the depth and kind of you know to maybe go into a bit of detail and yeah. discuss these things and you know 
discuss, you know, damper settings that, you know, Alistair McRae might have ran on an accent WRC and some obscure test in mid Wales in 2001, yeah. you know, because people need to hear these things. You yeah. Know? Well, some people really would enjoy those facts, you see, and that's it. You know? Yeah. I know, but it's, it's good fun. And to be asked, like, we will, there's a list here on the wall of ideas that we, we still have that, you know, we reckon we could do, but like, we could never have dreamed of who we ended up with on the podcast. Like, we had, yeah. We had like we had Robert Reed, we had Ari Vatten, and um, I remember when we got Niall McShay was the one that actually it blew up with Niall McShay. That yeah. like it was it was just bubbling under, and then and then the Niall McShay episode came. And it was just like th- th- suddenly, kind of like the figures just were like, yeah. what, what the hell happened here? Like this was just meant to be like a casual, and it's just, yeah. but like it's it's. It's nice to, I guess, see, you know, with what yourselves and Kevin are doing there, you know, that, you know, it's to see the love that people have for the sport and are willing yeah. to push back and show that love for sport and share it broadly. And yeah. I think I think what I used to love about RPM was that you could tell that it was made from a place of love for yeah. the sport. Exactly. And, and that's what draws people in and even yeah. drew people in who weren't necessarily rally people. And yeah. I think a little bit of that magic needs to be spark- sparkled on the sport again, because we have a great opportunity. It's very competitive out there at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, we need to, you know, strike while the iron's hot, I think, with it, I think, you know. Absolutely. Like, and I mean, the bottom line is like, we all love it. That's whether we're listening to these podcasts, watching these TV shows, like having conversations with friends over coffee, like we all adore the sport and that's it at the end of the day. Like, so as you say, sparkle a wee bit more of that magic over the top of it and fingers crossed that it just keeps growing from here on out. Like, it'll be so good to see the sport grow. But that's it because, I mean, like it, it can't all fall on the same people as well. Like, we're very lucky. Like, someone said to me down to Tip Forest Rally, like, and it really hit me. It really struck a chord. They said, you know, I said, yeah, you know, we'd had a mixed day. And someone said to me, oh, we're delighted. You know, they said, you know, they're really happy to see me in an R5. And they said, you know, it's great seeing that, you know, we'd love to be where you are. And it's just, it hits you. And you're like, this is awesome. Yeah. And like, you, you, and like, you can get so caught up in the like, you know, damn it, we were two seconds slower. Why is yeah. it? And you're yeah. like, hang on a second. This is the thing that we dreamed of when we were so, kids. Now okay. you are taking it seriously, but it, you yeah. do need to take a quick step back every now and say, this is awesome. Yeah. This we're so lucky class. to be able to do what we're actually doing here. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think that's it at the end of the day, like for even, you know, in my own experience, like whether it was driving or, you know, work with RPM or any of the, you know, the live stuff that I'm doing or at the pot, like just, you know, these podcasts, any and all of it like it's just at the end of the day it's a privilege you know to be to be driving or to be talking to people that are at the top of the game or that are committed to doing these things you know week in and week out whether it's forestry you know whether it's tarmac it doesn't matter like it's just this is a great sport and to be involved in it in any way genuinely is a great thing like and that's it like to me i, I suppose i just love to see i i just love to see more new people get involved because like, yeah. it's it's breaking that barrier for like like i say i'm not from a rallying family mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and like that I wouldn't have had a way into the sport only for by pure luck and circumstance I went to rally Sweden with a with a bunch of people off rally forums and mm-hmm. suddenly after that I got an opportunity to sit in a rally car and you know that man's mistake has you know proven to be a mistake for loads of other people they've let me into their rally car and <laughs> and <laughs> But but I suppose the point I'm getting at is that, you know, we need to try. I, I look. I know I'm probably going on like broken record, but I think we we just need to find a way of trying to appeal to a wider thing, a wider audience for the sport to Absolutely. try and get get new people yeah. in because it's not fair because the same people are being landed with the jobs all the time. Yes, you know, you exactly. go to the end of every stage, and it's the same poor lads that are doing it. Mm-hmm. in one county to the next county week yeah. after week yeah to the length and breadth of the country like yeah and you know they have lives too and they yeah. live and breathe the sport but you know some people can't go on forever you need to see where the next generation new blood's going to be and yeah we, you know i don't know maybe just kind of need to spread the love a wee bit more isn't it really like yeah do we sell it at third level i don't know what do we do yeah like do you know to be honest with you i probably wouldn't have like i obviously would understand what you're saying for sure um but i probably wouldn't feel as like um sort of excited by what you're saying if it wasn't for the fact that a couple of weeks ago um in donegal um a great friend um michael coyle who lives in glen uh invited uh myself and my family over for the day um john lyons is a good friend of my dad's and john goes over every year um because like michael where michael's house is in the village is just perfect he's got this amazing you know garden out the side but he's got a great view at the front as well you know um where you see kind of just the run of the village like you can see the whole thing um but what appealed to say, you know, my my younger sister came with me. Um, well, my mum and dad were there too, but my younger sister came as well, and she has a two year old daughter, my niece Safe, and she um, she kind of is car mad, you know, she gets very excited by cars, but there's no way that my sister would have taken a two year old like through fields and stuff, like you know, the regular way. And yeah. when Michael invited us over, it was just you know the perfect place to take Safe and. I have to tell you, Tommy, like she was, you know, the first couple of cars that came through the safety cars or whatever, she was excited by the cars with the lights on or whatever. And then the few double O cars came through. And you know the way there's a couple of minutes in between those cars? <laughs> she was sitting up on my shoulder and she has this wild habit of saying more, you know, whether it's food or rally cars, it doesn't matter. Um, and she just, you know, she was sat up on my shoulder and the last of the double O cars came through and she just kept saying more. And the next thing, the first um, rally car came through. I can't even remember now who it was. It probably was Callum. And she just, like, I could feel her. She was properly sitting on my shoulders at that stage. And I could feel her sort of excitement, you know. Yeah. yeah. My sister was saying that she full on followed. Jeepers. <laughs> Are you all right there? Yeah, I think that's just the, that's the scaffolding coming down. Good on you. Says the UJ Dex there. <laughs> It's all right. Um, Everyone, tell Joe McGonagall they're safe. It's all right. They still work. <laughs> well, come here. She just, like, you, I could feel the excitement, you know, coming through her. And literally, like, I, I'm not joking. My sister was saying she could obviously see her, but she, she followed the cars like any of us do, like the adults that have been watching it for years. 
And she just was so excited. And at one stage then, maybe about 10 cars had passed and she just kept saying, happy, happy, happy. And I was like, like this is this is rallying. Like to me now, yeah. this is what rallying is. Like this is a two-year-old that is stone mad about rally cars. And it's the first time she properly saw rally cars in action. Like, and that's, we need to be getting that generation stuck in, you know, mm. and excited about it. And, you know, whether it's watching or whenever she's, you know, whatever age to go marshalling or whatever it is, like, but yeah. the excitement, like in the younger generation is genuinely what it's all about. And it's, it's, it's the, it's the longest time since, you know, I have actually felt that level of my, the last time I felt that excitement was probably driving because I was yeah. just so happy to see her excitement. It was unbelievable. Um, so, and I think that just sort of encapsulates everything that you're saying, you know, we just need to get, we need to get the younger people in and we need to try and get an audience that is outside of the rallying community as well. Like, you know. Yeah. It's like, I think like, that's what, like, that's what RPM managed like back in the day. Look, it's, it's very hard to replicate something like that again you know mm -hmm. like how how do you how do you bottle lightning you know it's yeah, <laughs> you know, I know, I know. it's but but you know it's um but it's very it's definitely very positive i think a lot of people are starting to talk about rallying like this again and i think it's it's a great job basically because yeah. it's going to spark change like it's going to spark forward movement like yeah it's know. good like like look we've had a tough year you know as well you know it's like you know it's immeasurable the loss of Craig uh, to the sport in this country. But I think if I, if Anton, it maybe has. There was a couple of nice articles about rallying outside of that that have appeared, yes. you know, in things like the Irish Independent. And it was kind of, you know, this is good, you know, that kind of, you know, maybe we 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 need to kind of we need to be a bit we need to set ourselves as we are. We are a proper sport, you know, like we, yeah, you know, 100%. we are legitimate. Do you know what I mean? It's, you know, and we have, to, but we kind of have to stand your ground for it with the rest of the other sports and maybe work with those other sports to a certain degree as well, because, you know, it well, is, it. it's a very competitive marketplace, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's just, look, I think we've, we've probably said it the same, uh, you know, the same thing a few different times in roundabout <laughs> ways, but like the bottom line is, Tommy, we love rallying. Oh, yeah. We want to try and get people. Um, we want to try and get as many people involved as possible. But listen, I'd say you and I could sit here chatting all night. Um, I am absolutely. We were on for an hour before this already. <laughs> Rally chatting. You see, this is you put two podcasters together. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. But listen, Tommy, we're very, very grateful to have you on here this evening, and uh, delighted. Um, I've added nothing, you? obviously. <laughs> no, no, you've you've actually genuinely given us great um, insight, and uh, uh, we're very we're very um, we're very lucky to have had you on this evening and to hear your point of view, particularly with the two events that were just gone past. Um, and we will wish you best luck with the rest of your season in Forest Range or whatever else you get up to. You might be back in a wee tarmac event yet. I might be, and hopefully we'll if we could eke out a couple of good results now in the forestry now this year. We'd like to push Mr. Donnelly and Mr. Hone, Mr. Hamill a bit to the end if we could it'd be it'd Brilliant. be great. But um Well we'll keep watching you anyway, Tommy. We'll be looking watch, for it. Watch this gravelly space. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. Tommy, thanks a million. No worries. Cheers. The Irish Rally Podcast is brought to you in association with Tekken Tools, PFT Travel, SCS Productions and Rally Connection.